Um, Channel 10. <laughs> Today's episode of Channel 10 Podcast is brought to you by Channel10Podcast.com. When you go to Channel10Podcast.com, you can check out our back catalog of great episodes. And you can also help support the show by clicking the store link and purchasing some Channel 10 Podcast merchandise. With that, let's start the show. We used to be like, see you then, Channel 10. And we used to think the people would catch on. No, but not if you're not from Queens, <laughs> if you don't got Time Warner or whatever, <laughs> like, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, Yo, what up, man? It's a different channel, son. What up? Hold on, man. What up? Watch the channel, son. Different plane now, man. It's all good. What up? All good, baby. In every hood, son. What up? Yo. CNN. Network Channel 10, it's on again. Street niggas, it's grown men. Bold face, get in your face. Stay in place, yo, crime lace. Cast more beef than Scarface. CNN, Network Channel 10, it's on again. Street niggas, it's grown men. Bold face, get in your face. Stay in place, yo. Call is now being recorded. Yo. Yo. This is the Channel 10 podcast. What up, people? This is your man, the almighty AR in the building, and I'm alongside... Senegal Superior. And we here discussing um, this Wu-Tang Clan album. So, like I was saying, um, the album was purchased by this guy, Martin Shkreli. It's S-H-K-R-E-L-I for $2 million. Okay. And I'm looking at an article from the Independent right now. So um, this guy who bought it, he's a pharmaceutical CEO, and um, he started a YouTube live stream teasing that he might play it for viewers. And as a stipulation in the contract, the stipulation says. That the buying party also agrees that at any time during the stipulated 88-year period, the seller may legally plan and attempt to execute one heist or caper to steal back once upon a time in Shaolin, which, if successful, would return all ownership rights to the seller. Said heist or caper can only be undertaken by currently active members of the Wu-Tang Clan and or actor Bill Murray with no legal repercussions. <laughs> well, okay, so the, the the definition of a heist. So, so let's say if all the non-members of Wu-Tang Clan decide to perform a heist, you know, like on some on some uh, on some uh, Hilton type shit off of, off of bulletproof wallets. Yeah. So they do that, and let's say they get caught. Would it be deemed a legal heist based on the contract, or would, or you know, does breaking and entering still kind of play? I mean, you know, like, like how would that work? I mean, I guess it would have to be a successful heist. So I don't know. I guess if you fail in it, then it's not legal. All right, so if you fail, it's not legal, but then let's say if, um, I guess put it like this. I mean, let's say if he wakes up one day and then he notices that it's gone, is he going to assume that the Wu-Tang Clan took it? <laughs> or is he going to think that someone else took it? Because, I mean, you know, just knowing how on the outs all of them are right now, and I really see not eye, um, you know, he will probably say that it's highly unlikely that the Wu-Tang Clan at this point, based on, you know, what's going on, what's, what's, uh, what's written about them in the news, that they all got together to perform a heist. Well, I mean, it just said currently active members of the Wu-Tang Clan, so it, I, I don't think it has to be all of them. But, you know, the definition of who is in the Wu-Tang Clan is uh, very fluid. So, like, <laughs> you know, does, does like... Does Ninth Prince count? Yes, or, that's the thing. Like, yeah, like what is Killer it Priest or Young Dirty Bastard? or I mean, you have 88 years before this album can be um, released. So it might be, you know, the Wu-Tang Clan members' grandkids who might decide to get this. Yeah, and, um, you know, like, I'm um, also... Does power... 
Um, you know, is he considered a Wu Tang Clan member since he pretty much runs everything outside of RZA? Um, you know, like unless you know, let's let's assume that ODB technically is still considered a member. So then, you know, since you know, um, Mary, I married my seeds, marry his seeds. That's how we keep. That's how we keep Wu Tang money all in the family. Does that power? Does then like young young dirty bass to become like a proxy for ODB? I mean, I guess you have to go to the state records and see, you know, who his uh, executor is. That's a good point. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's his mother, though, because remember when that documentary, um, his his mother was talking about, like, how no one came to see him? Yeah. Yeah, so... I don't know, it's just, I, man, I don't know. I, I, I just learned that, you know, just from watching them for, you know, for 25 years of my life that I will never create a group of nine niggas. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I'm, I'm, I'm learning from this whole, everything that's, that happens with them. I mean, but we're still talking about them to this day, so they did something right. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, even, like, uh, you know, reading the uh, the Alvin Blanco 36 Shame of his book, man, story, but even, you know, through all the, through all, like, like the first solo albums that came out, there was always a, re- a weird struggle with getting them out. And RZA is, is a strong man to do with nine, with eight niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos to the RZA, man. But, um, on another note, let's get into this Grammy talk. I know you haven't looked at the list yet, but, um, I'm looking at smoking section right now, and they have, um, you know, all the different categories. They have somebody in hip-hop nominated. So, let's go down. Song of the year. We have All Right from uh, September Butterfly. Kendrick Lamar, Blank, Blank Space by Taylor Swift, Girl Crush by Little Big Town, See You Again by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth or Puth from the Furious 7 original motion picture soundtrack, and Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Mm. Do you think Kendrick stands a chance? Um, I would say... I, w- I would say no, at least in this category, because first of all, you have Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. and then um, this is something that um, I think we talked about this, like even before we started the podcast, is that um, I think I came to you and I said I had no idea that Wiz Khalifa had the number one song in the country for like for like maybe like two or three weeks. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, I said, "Oh, so it's off the soundtrack, and it's called See You Again." And I think I listened to it. It's like some type of like singing type of song. He's not like really rapping. Yeah, I don't think I've heard it, but you know, being that that guy died, um, and this is a soundtrack from that last movie, um, I think all that plays a part. So I mean, he, yeah. So he might actually pull it off, but you can't count out Ed Sheeran because um, his album is dope. And, he, you know, I know he's not hip-hop, but he can rap some biggie. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like Kendrick, I mean, I feel like Kendrick, you know how, like, the Grammys always has, like, that one darling or whatever like that? Yeah. And I feel like Kendrick will probably just end up kind of being kind of being the darling because if um that doesn't happen, there may be a riot. <laughs> I mean, they did say that, um you know, being that he didn't win a single one for Good Kid, Mad City, I think they gave him 11 nominations. Yeah. So, um, you know, maybe that's kind of their way of making up for it. So, so then, oh, go ahead. Now, um, does he, I mean, is this, is this like the most nominations that, are, that a rapper has ever had? Somebody said something about this is the most nominations since, like, Michael Jackson or something, which I don't think is true, but I think Beyonce has gotten more... I feel like. I mean, well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, a, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about a rapper who talks about sticking his dick in, you know, sticking his dick in the earth. <laughs> um, most likely, unless Kanye West got a whole bunch one year, which mm-hmm. I kind of, which I kind of doubt, but this might be, and hopefully, he, you know, they let him perform because that performance that he did, I think, it was at the Grammys with um. What's that group? 
the group that did Radioactive, and he rapped his verse with them. Oh, yeah, no, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was dope, so. Hopefully. But they, they, they may not want to have, like, the flaming police cars, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. They might not let him back up on that stage. Yeah. Yeah, not these days and times. But, um, so album of the year, we have Sound and Color by the Alabama Shakes. Oh, wow. They, they Damn, they got album of the year. Wow. We have Tepemba Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar. We have Traveler, Chris Stapleton. We have 1989 by Taylor Swift. And we have Beauty Behind the Madness by The Weeknd. Whoa. I'm kind of liking this Grammys. It's different. <laughs> um, um, so do you think Ken, uh, Kendrick or The Weeknd have a chance? The weekend he did didn't he do platinum his first week or gold? Uh, I would say probably gold. Um, can you listen to it? Um, is this his third one? Thing, I mean, well, well technically, one? well, yeah, technically, I guess his second one if you don't count the trilogy. Um, no, I don't think I listened to it. Uh, I don't know, man. I think. You know, I think if anything, I think that Kendrick will probably just end up winning this one because he, I mean, because he kind of, he, he approached it, you know, outcast Andre three Andre 3000, Love Below kind of style. And it seems like that's the only way a black man can win <laughs> a Grammy or whatever like that, especially album of the year. Yeah, I was surprised that Wale didn't get any nominations you know, with the Seinfeld backing. Because, you know, they love them to Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But, um, I mean, you know, he has to contend with his uh, his BFF, Taylor Swift. Uh, so, I think it's probably going to uh, uh, be between those two, Kendrick and Taylor Swift. Uh, now, this one is really interesting. Record of the year. I'm going to save the most surprising one for last. So we have Uptown Funk, Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars. Um, I really can't stand that song for real. Um, Thinking Out Loud, Ed Sheeran, Blank Space, Taylor Swift, Can't Feel My Face, The Weeknd. And one of my favorite songs from the year, which I was surprised to see this person nominated for anything is Really Love by D'Angelo and the Vanguard from Black Messiah. Oh, damn. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot he even came out with an album. Because <laughs> it came out so early. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing it, you know, kind of a lot when I'm driving, and I, and I really do like that song. So, oh, um, I only listen to it once, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I got to get, like, high or something to listen to it, I feel. I mean, you just gotta, you just gotta be like in a real, real black, like real African American type of mode. Like, you gotta listen to. I, don't, I would start off listening to Flying Lotus, and then I would probably get into Kendrick's, and then after Kendrick, I would probably listen to, to D'Angelo, and it just take you to like, like epic, 2015 African American levels right there. Man, I, I was on Flying Lotus before he became Flying Lotus, and <laughs> ever, like ever since, like you know, what was it called Casso Grandma or whatever, whatever it was called, the one that had Tom York, the one that had uh, Tom York on it. I yeah. just stopped listening. It's something about when NPR people start talking about these people, it just turns me off away, like turns me away from them. Mm. <clears throat> um, Even Kai. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, cause I wasn't. I still wasn't even on Kyle like that. I mean, I still. I just can't get with it. Yeah, for you. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's interesting, but I don't know. It's I don't. I don't know how how I don't know how to describe his music. It's like it's artsy, but I feel like it's not supposed to be. <laughs> Who, D'Angelo? Well, no. I mean, like Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Yeah. I mean. Uh, 
don't know. I mean, he says some line, and I actually saw, I actually saw somebody put his line up. Maybe they tweeted it or they had it somewhere, and and like it was a car line that really hit me, and I was like, yo, where did I hit that from? Where he said, um, he said my scars. He said something like my wounds heal faster than the scars in my mind. Oh yeah. And I was like, mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I think it's on the same the, the, on the same level as you know, like the the V five Lloyd Banks when he says, you know, I wake up, walk on the street and see my dreams or whatever like that. Yeah, I, no, he said, I'm wake up from my nightmare, hit the street and see my dreams. Yeah. I think that's one of the deepest lines within like the past decade of hip hop that I've that I've heard. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean that that line could be just a whole poem for real. <laughs> yeah, like a haiku or something. Yeah, um, but I, don't, I mean, I think at least in this case, uh, I I think I could see Kendrick winning the album of the year. Now I could see him win like winning album of the year and probably nothing else. Yeah, yeah. He can win out in the year, nothing else, or he can not win out in the year and win everything else. Yeah. But and but, but uh, record of the year, I think they're gonna give it to uh, uh, Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars. I hate that song. I won't, I've only listened to it once, and the music video was just cheesy. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I think uh, Trinidad James got like forty thousand dollars from that. They sample them. They say, "Don't believe me, just watch." Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. And every time I hear that, I just want to be like, "Nigga, nigga, nigga." <laughs> Man, and you know, I, I don't really understand why people hate on Trinidad James, but that album wasn't that bad. It was actually a pretty decent album. His uh, newest one. Well, the one that had all gold, everything on it. <laughs> oh, that one. Um, yeah, it was cool. I mean. I didn't know he came out with another album. Yeah, now people. Yeah, he came out with something this year, and people are like, it's really good. But I haven't listened to it. Mm-hmm. All right, so. <laughs> best new artist. Hold up. I could have sworn. I don't know who any of these people are. Well, I know Megan Trainer. I think. We have Courtney Barnett, James Bay, Sam Hunt, Tori Kelly, and Megan Trainer. I could have sworn Fetty Wap was on there. Um, let me go down some. Uh, the weekend is nominated for best pop solo performance with "Can't Feel My Face," along with um, "Blank Space" by Taylor Swift, "Thinking Out Loud," Ed Sheeran, "Love Me Like You Do," Ellie Goulding, and "Heartbeat Song" by Kelly Clarkson. I think that's a Taylor Swift or Ed Sheeran. Well, see, the thing about Weekend is that I, I finally listened to Can't Feel My Face, and the music video is really interesting, but it's too black. Like, and see, this, this is what, I'm like, I'm, what I think about, like, the Grammys and everything like that. It's like, if you're a black person and you do black music, it's either you have to go all the way black for them to appreciate it, or you kind of mix it between like pop and black and that's what weekend kind of did you know like he had like the 808s and everything like that and it's really like the tempo was black you know the bass is black but he still has you know this poppy kind of cadence over it Uh and weekend is like straight funk deep bass you know george clinton singing and everything like that (laughs) i um you know, I didn't know the weekend still had it in them, but I was listening to Fabulous Summertime Shootouts mixtape, and and the weekend is on there on this song, where it's like basically like just a loop of the sample, and he's just going off. He said some shit like I'm the nigga with the hair doing drugs or something like that. <laughs> hmm. I mean, well, I mean, well, I wasn't mad. I can't feel my face because it was still weekend, but it was like it sounded like weekend left Toronto, and he was like, "Look, man, I gotta get this money real quick." I think he basically said that one time. Oh, obviously, I'm sure. I'm, it's like the same story, man. But it's kind of, it's kind of crazy though. Because remember when he when he finally began touring? Um, you know, he was doing clubs, but 
he did like a worldwide tour, like a club tour, literally, and everything was sold out. It was like, um, it was like you know, like the first coming of uh, um, Party Next Door. Oh yeah. Um, you know, it's funny about Weekend though is that I like um, I can pinpoint his transition from you know underground to stardom based on um, based on how all the types of people that comment that they give me comments about my hair. <laughs> oh man. And so, you know, like when it was like my hair, like, you know, when my hair began, you know, be, be, you know, began its transition to what it is. If if I would get any kind of comment, it'd be like really rare. And now I had to be like in Mount Vernon or something like that. Mm-hmm. Coming out of acupuncture right across the street from, you know, like the Charles Theater and everything like that. And a white person, like a really hipstery white person who probably does music, music say, dude, you know what the weekend is? <laughs> And like yo, like yo, your hair looks just like the weekend. And like, all right, cool. Once the trilogy hit, and then like hit big, and then you know his shit start playing like on 92 Cube. Whenever I'll be on Baltimore Street, black teenagers will say, "Yo, his shit looks just like the weekend." And then it'll be black people on me. And then now I'm, I know, working where I work now. You know, just a regular, you know, casual white listener will come up to me and be like, "Do you know who the weekend is?" <laughs> <laughs> Can, can I feel my face? Yeah. You look just like him. Mm. I mean, your hair, I mean. So it's really interesting, like, seeing that, tra- like, his his transition and stardom. Like, when, when when you play, like, you know, um, his first album for me in a car at one time, never thought it, it turned into this whole thing. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, because the only thing I hear about The weekend, I think I've heard this twice in the past week, just, you know, walking around listening to people talk I've heard two women say that boy needs to do something with that hair what's wrong with him are these black people yeah of course yeah but um let's see best dance recording uh a bunch of people I never heard of but Flying Lotus featuring Kendrick Lamar Never Catch Me uh, <laughs> Flying Lotus is making dance songs now. I wouldn't necessarily consider that song, but I do. I was just listening, uh, I just listened to this song earlier, um, and then "Where Are You Now," Skrillex and Diplo with Justin Bieber. Oh God! You want to talk That's about so people? <laughs> you want to talk about somebody who, uh, you know, went went super commercial? <laughs> uh, Diplo or Skrillex. Dip, well, I guess both, but more so Diplo. I mean, you know I mean, what's funny is sometimes I ride around and listen to the Favela um, mixtape, and it's like oh, man, it's the uh, the um, the, um what's that genre called? I can't think of it right now. But actually, I was I was listening to some of it on Google Music earlier. I forget what it's called, but basically, what they just yelling in the street. Oh, are you talking? Are you are you talking about the one where um you're not talking about the Brazilian genre, are you? The one yeah. that pre- ballet funk, a ball funk, whatever it's called. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. No, because remember um the the MIA Red Bull Music Academy, and she's talking about that one thing. Like remember when she showed a videotape where the uh the uh the deaf chick. Is like screaming over drums, but she's screaming like in a, in a melodic fashion. Yeah, I gotta watch that again. And it's crazy. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I've, I've been meaning to too. I can't remember the, like the genre of the music, but it's like a kind of a big thing, like on the corners with in that country. Yeah, speaking of MIA, did you see the video for um her new song? Shit, I mean, I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. I, I, I keep forgetting. Oh man, it's crazy. Like just. Just from a, like an imagery perspective, and I'm just wondering like what the behind the scenes look like of how she was able to pull all that shit off. But that's neither here nor there. You gotta check that out. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, best rock performance. So we don't know these people. Best metal performance. Best rock song. Uh, best rock album. Do you know any of these, um, James Bay, Chaos in the Calm, um, Kent Sugi, Death Cab for QD, I've heard of them, of course, um, 
Mr. Asylum by Highly Suspect. They're on 300 Entertainment. Uh, <laughs> well, of course they are. <laughs> Drones by Muse. And point five, the great chapter by Slipknot. Well, of course, uh, well, like Slipknot. No, I mean only, only the only Deathcat, Cutie, Muse, and Slipknot. Pretty much the ones that've been around either in the, since the nineties or the early two thousands. Yeah. Damn, we old, we old niggas. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I, for, for the, and it's kind. I don't know if this is bad or not, but I was expecting like Radiohead or Tom York to pop up. I'm surprised Tom Yook wasn't nominated for his uh, his album. Oh yeah, I oh, forgot about that. Oh, oh, would that would, would that would, would that be last year, last Grammy Awards? I don't even know. That's the thing. I don't, it was a it was an it was an interesting album, but you know it just wasn't it wasn't it just I don't know it just didn't have that it just it didn't stick. Let's see, best alternative music that? album. Sound and Color by the Alabama Shakes. Volna Cura by Bork. And uh, her her label is called One Little Indian. Mm. Um, the Waterfall by My Morning Jacket. Currents by Tame Impala. And Star Wars by Wilco. Oh, well, I, I know all of those. Like, those are all... Especially, you know, Tame Impala. Well, I guess Tame Impala is like one of the, the newer ones. But, yeah. Um... Alabama, I love Tame Impala. I have yet to listen to that to the second, well, I guess that third album, no, but that second one, uh, Lon Lonerism, that's mm -hmm. like one of my favorite albums within like the past three years. Like, I love that album so much. I'm gonna check that out. I feel like I've either heard them before. I know I see their name all the time. I feel like they were in some type of controversy or something. But. Um, and then. I don't know, I, I tried to get into Alabama Shakes, but I, I mean, I don't know if it got any better, though, but their earlier stuff just sounded so, um, I don't know, it was just, it was just so normal. It was, like, it was just like, you know, some black people just want to sing soul, and it's just like the same thing over and over again. Best R&B performance, Tamar Braxton, If I Don't Have You, Rise Up by Andre Day. Breathing Underwater by Hiatus Coyote. Uh, what the fuck? And Coyote is spelled K-A-I-Y-O-T-E. And her album is called Choose Your Weapon. And the label is Flying Buddha. It's interesting. Uh, Plains, Jeremiah featuring J. Cole. And Earned It, The Weeknd. And that was off the, uh, that was off like one of those soundtracks, right? Earned it? Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. Hmm. Uh, I think the weekend I'll probably win that. Best traditional R&B performance, He Is by Faith Evans. Little Ghetto Boy by Layla Hathaway. Let It Burn, Jasmine Sullivan. Shame by Tyrese. And My Favorite Part of You by Charlie Wilson from Forever Charlie. I didn't know Jasmine Sullivan came out with another album. Yeah, she did. I've been meaning to listen to it. Um, and, and Charlie Wilson is always nominated for a Grammy every year. <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, I think Jasmine Sullivan... Uh, I don't know who they're going to give us to. Probably Lily Hathaway because it's called Little Ghetto Boy. Um, best R&B song... Coffee by Miguel, Earned It by The Weeknd, Let It Burn, Jasmine Sullivan, Really Love Again, D'Angelo, Shame Again by Tyrese. Man, they better give D'Angelo some, just cause. Best uh, Urban Contemporary Album, Ego Death by The Internet, which I've been meaning to listen to. Uh, you Should Be Here by Kehlani, which I've been meaning to listen to because <laughs> um, I hear good things about her. Blood by Leanne Lahavas. So I don't know anything about her. Wild Heart by Miguel and Beauty Behind the Madness by The Weeknd. They're probably going to give it to Miguel or The Weeknd. Mm -hmm. 
best R&B album. It's all the same people. Le this one has Leon Bridges, D'Angelo, Andre Day, Jasmine Sullivan, and of course Charlie Wilson. Now here we go. Best rap performance. We have Apparently by J. Cole. Trap Queen by Fetty Wap. All Right by Truffle Butter. Um, I said by Truffle Butter. <laughs> by, by Kendrick Lamar. Truffle Butter by Nicki Minaj featuring Drake and Lil Wayne. Back to Back featuring Drake. And All Day by Kanye West. So, all, all right, see, because the thing, I was, I'm still trying to, I was still trying to figure out if All Day was an actual single or was it something that he just came out with. That's a single. I just think it didn't catch. I thought it did catch. I mean, I'm uh, I'm talking about. Hmm. It just kind of well, fizzled out. I mean, well, I'd be highly surprised if Trap Queen doesn't want anything. I mean, although I mean, I I hate I actually personally I hate the song, but it is, it is catchy. So, oh, man, if Kendrick Lamar doesn't win this, then I think that's them telling you that Black Lives don't matter. Oh, uh, what song was it? All right, nigga, we gonna be all right. Oh, I, mean, I don't know. That's uh. I mean, that song was. I mean, I mean that song is truly a Negro spiritual. They were singing that at the protest. Oh, they were. I mean, I, I thought. I don't know. I thought King Kunta would be. Cause I, I don't like All Right. Oh man, that song. I like that song. That's smooth. Um, what's interesting is back to back. Um, I've heard a lot of speculation about this, but nobody's really done the research. But um, people are saying that back to back is the first disc record ever nominated for a Grammy. And the controversy behind that, of course, is that it was supposed to be Hotline Bling that got nominations, but a clerical error from Cash Money um, made it so that they forgot to submit the song to be nominated. I would say I would say a so-called clerical error. They know what they were doing. <laughs> and you know that's the song that he's pushing. So um, word on the street is Jake, is uh, Drake is very angry. Because, oh, wait, so, oh, go ahead. Because the single that he's pushing now, that's the biggest song, the second biggest song, is not nominated for a on Grammy, but some random as this record that he did is. Mm-hmm. Well, so, all right. So, Hotline, so Hotline Bling is like his official single for uh, Views from the Six. Uh, I guess so. I mean, I guess that's what he's running with. Mm. Number two song know. in the country. <laughs> oh, it is. No, it was for a while. The only reason why it wasn't number one is because I think streams from Apple Music don't count towards the Billboard charts, and then Adele came. Hmm. Man, I don't know, man. It's, you know, like in 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 these days and times, how music is now, it's so hard to try to figure out when a song is like a single or if it's just like a song. Yeah, I mean, he put it out in the midst of other songs. It just happened to catch on. So, you know, it's a single. So. Mm. But, um, I don't know. I think they'll give it to either Jake, uh, Drake Cole, I said Drake Cole, Jake Cole or Kendrick. Um, best rap song collaboration One Man Can Change the World Big Sean featuring Kanye West and John Legend Glory by Common and John Legend didn't they perform that at the last Grammys I think uh, the Oscars oh yes right uh, Classic Man Jadena featuring Roman Giant Arthur These Walls Kendrick Lamar featuring Bilal Anna Wise and Thundercat and only Nicki Minaj featuring Drake, Lil Wayne, and Chris Brown. I was surprised Lil Wayne is nominated, <laughs> nominated for two Grammys. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I I feel like I feel like you gotta give Big Sean something, but I feel like it's probably gonna go to Common. 
and John Legend because they 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 already won the Oscar. Yeah. Best rap song all day. Damn, you know the credits for this thing is ridiculous. All right by Kendrick Lamar. Yo, is Kendrick Lamar's last name really Duckworth? <laughs> I would hope not. Yo, because all these all these credits it says Kendrick Duckworth on there. So I'm like, maybe he's like another musician that Kendrick works with. Hold on, I gotta look this up. This has been yeah. If you if, yep, if you Google Kenneth Duckworth, it comes up as Kendrick Lamar. Oh wow. His name is Kendrick Lamar Duckworth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No, no wonder, no wonder you saw that was K Dot. He didn't want anyone to know any of his names after Kendrick. Oh man! So, okay, so we have "All Right" by Kendrick Duckworth. Uh, "Energy" <laughs> by um, Drake. Glory by Common and John Legend. Trap Queen by Fetty Wap. If if Trap Queen wins over Glory, I don't know what to say about America anymore. I mean, what what happened to you? Know, your whole thing about Trap Queen and how it represents something else, other than what people think it means. Um, I think that was the other song. Uh, My way. Oh. But that was a song actually that was a diss record to a dude in his hood. Actually Track Queen might be too, like if you really listen to it. Oh, so so all these so all these songs are still having a sound about women or about niggas around his block. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, I think trap, no nah, trap queen. That's about something else. I think it's about money, and I think my way is about some dude from his block. All right, so all right, so all right, so pretty much my way is kind of kind of like like the it came out what twenty fourteen twenty fifteen. It's like the the twenty fourteen twenty fifteen version of country grammar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he so he's politely saying, "Why don't you come my way so I can shoot you?" Probably. I mean, I, I don't know. I, like, I, I, I have to look at the lyrics, but basically, he's like, "Hold up, uh, Fetty, Wap, my way." Lyrics. You know, if this is true, then that means that Drake's verse is, is super obsolete. <laughs> All right, baby, won't you come my way? Got something I want to say. Can't keep you out my brain. But first off, I'm going to start by saying this. A, all headshots if you think you can take my bitch. A, and I'm too turnt when I shoot so I won't miss. A, baby, won't you come my way? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, in that whole part where he's saying all the stuff you can't understand, that's what he's saying. <laughs> okay. All right, this so is, hold up. This is something you should know. I don't ever chase no hoes. I spotted you. You had that that glow. Watching pull out all this dough. Take you where you want to go. Flexing on your ex. I know he ain't never take you out. Barely even left your house. How dare that nigga run his mouth when his pockets in a drought. That last single he put out didn't even make it out, and he dumb as hell. I swear his ass don't think. Hey, <laughs> he's just going off about this nigga. Um, I got deep pockets. I swear my shit's on sync, a, and he be mad as fuck. Big zoo wop, all she sing, a, and he mad as fuck. Big zoo wop in her dreams, a. Well, he mad as fuck when they have sex. He scream for me, a. Big zoo wop, what these niggas should be, a. All right. Yeah. So I guess I guess Drake does fit fit within this within this uh, within this whole equation. <laughs> so yeah, let me see. So we got um, best rap album, J Cole, twenty fourteen Four Hills Drive, Compton by Dr Dre, 
if you're reading this is too late by Drake to put a butterfly by Kendrick and the pink print by Nicki Minaj hmm. I forgot all about Dre's album you said Dre yeah I think it's either going to be Dr. Dre or Kendrick honestly I mean, I mean, it's kind of hard to not give Dr. Dre. I mean, like, it's like you gotta give him a Grammy for for at least coming out with a damn album after like what ten, thirteen years or whatever. Yeah, and then the Compton movie and all that. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it'll probably he'll probably win an Oscar next uh, this coming year for. Yeah. Oh snap! Live it! Oh, so they got best comedy album. Uh, I didn't know Louis C.K. came out with an album live at Madison Square Garden. I gotta check that out. Best compilation soundtrack for visual media. Empire Season 1. Fifty Shades of Grey. Glenn Campbell, I'll Be Me, Pitch Perfect 2, and Selma. I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out why they really have um, a comedy slot for Grammys. Yo, they have every slot you can think of for Grammys. Nope, like, it should be that way. I think they got children's music. They have sheet music. They have probably audio books. Yo, we need to start making children's music, man. Like when, when I just remember that one time when I was working and that one person came. Oh yeah. It was a rat. Like, <laughs> see hundreds of people in one like small room, and that's all they could think about. Like, like, like the like the mothers even like loved the person. And um, I don't know, man. It's something about making children's music. That's kind of creepy, but at the same time, I can see why people do it. <laughs> I mean, it's money involved. I've been saying this for years, man. You need to come out with like a, like you need to make a book, like a children's book with a soundtrack. Yeah. Let me see. Um, best song written for visual media earned it. By the weekend, Fifty Shades of Grey, Glory, by Common. Like I said, it was for um, Selma. Well, Common and John Legend. Love Me Like You Do, Ellie Golding from Fifty Shades of Grey. See You Again, Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth from Furious 7. Till It Happens to You, Lady Gaga, Diane Warren from The Hunting Ground. Mm-hmm. Diplo is nominated for producer of the year, non-classical. Uh, what is this? Best music video, All Right by Kendrick is nominated. So is Bad Blood from Taylor Swift featuring Kendrick Lamar. And Freedom by Pharrell Williams. Best music film, Mr. Dynamite, The Rise of James Brown, Sonic Highways, The Foo Fighters. What Happened, Miss Simone by Nina Simone. The Wall by Roger Waters. Amy by Amy Winehouse. So about Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. So I know this is going to be an interesting Grammys. And I feel even worse for Meek Mill because this record got nominated and he can't go back to jail. Oh, you said his, his his record didn't get nominated. No, his uh, I mean you know a disc record about him got nominated and he might be going back to jail. I mean I don't know man I'm still I'm still trying to figure out why he even came for Drake the way he did. Honestly. I mean, gotta go for the top. Well, I mean, uh, I mean yeah. But see, it's funny though. I mean, you know, Kendrick did the same thing, and no one came really came after Kendrick. I mean, I mean, other than you know, a whole bunch of nobodies that you know, nobodies that don't really matter. I mean, the way Kendrick did it was different and strategic and planned out. 
And he didn't come at one specific person. And he wasn't real disrespectful about it. I mean, that's true. I mean, I don't know. It's, I feel like this would be a whole different story if, like, Meek Mill just came... Like, he just came out with a song. You know, like, kind of how like how, how Jay-Z did. Yeah, I mean, if... It, it's I a mean, whole different story when someone, like, makes a whole... Like, they dedicate a whole night of nothing but things about Drake on Twitter. <laughs> if he would have came back with a song right after that first Drake song, then, you know, the game would be different right now. But shout out to me. But you know what? I th- I feel like it would be a bit different if Drake, if he came up with, with another song. And who knows? He may still he may still be, you know, cooking something up. Yeah, I mean, he did put out that mixtape cover for um, Dream Chasers 4 mixtape. And then I think people clowned him for the cover. I forget why. But... I don't know. Well, also, I think if I think if you had, like, a better album, then it would also make a difference, too. That was dope, man. Everybody was loving it. I like it. It was whack, man. It, I mean, it was it was just whack. I mean, Diddy was on there. I'm trying to figure out why is he on there other than, you know, Meek Mill was a man at the time because I just can't see Diddy really bobbing with like, a lot of these songs on there. And Rico was terrible. Yeah. That was one of the worst songs on that album. That drink was, was cool, man. I liked it. Man. I don't know, man. Like, I, uh, um, I, I listened to... Uh, who was it? Not Wale. Um, damn, Wale, damn, man, damn. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Did um, you realize what you just said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not Wale. Um, I know. Uh, shit. It. Uh, you. You remember the one when wh- whoever it was was talking about having Diddy. Um, on the album, working with them, whatever, like that. Um, was it Jadakiss? No, I haven't listened to the JD Kiss one yet. Let me just look at the ones I wrote. Oh, Pusha T. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was talking about how he was at Diddy's house and everything like that, and Diddy was just feeling everything that was going on, and so he has got in the booth real quick, and he was drinking, they were all drinking wine, that he just, he just, uh, he just, like, you know, threw his, his wine glass. <laughs> <laughs> and just started, just started saying some shit. I just, I, I just can't see Diddy doing that. Off of like what he was listening to, or off of the Meek Mill album. I mean, I don't know. I think I think Meek Mill's album was pretty dope, especially compared to his first one. I mean, it was no Dream Chasers mixtapes, but it was dope. I mean, if anything, I was expecting like another intro, but that didn't that didn't happen that way. Nah, but I mean, I don't know. I think. His album was kind of slept on this year. I think Big Sean's was definitely slept on. Um, I really enjoyed Big Sean's album. Wale's album, I got to listen to it again. But, man, man, man you got to give that man something. Like, he's a, he's a pioneer of something that I can't really... Oh, who? Wale. Mm, I mean... I mean, I... I see where you're trying to go with it, but I don't know, man. It's, if, if you say Wale, then I feel like you should say Kid Cudi is a pioneer or something. I mean, Kid Cudi is like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know what to say about Kid Cudi, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had a kid oh. named Cuddy. Then he had the Man on the Moon. Then he had Man on the Moon too, which people didn't really like. But I thought it was cool. Then he had what the Wizard. Yeah, the the, the Wizard album. With the Wizard had... song, right? That that's the one that had that that Wizard song in the middle. No, that's the one after that. That's uh uh Shaq. <laughs> I can't even think of the fucking name of it, but I have I have it. I listen I listened to it not too long ago. Um, shit, what's it called? Yeah, but well, anyway, yeah, that's the one that had the Rizzo Joint on it. Mm. And uh, you got uh, Moon Landing or something about the satellite moon or satellite something. Yeah, wasn't that just like a beat tape? 
Yeah, pretty much. He only had like two songs with his vocals on it, and he he, he put it out independently, and he sold a hundred thousand first week. Right. So pretty much, he probably made like over like close to a million dollars off of it. That's a lot of cocaine. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, you know, it's funny too. Like um, that album that had Rizzo on it. Uh, someone someone told me that uh, they were listening to it, and he said that um he was telling like his girl or whatever that um. Yeah, this is something that, you know, I really think, like, I really feel like he would like. He was telling this girl this, and she was like, yeah. And so they asked, but they, they asked me if I liked it before they told me what they said. And I said, you know, it wasn't, a, it wasn't like, it was an all right album. I mean, I thought it was decent. Yeah. But I don't know, I don't know what it is. People just automatically assume I like Kid Cudi and shit, because I remember at a Jack White concert, someone asked me if I like Kid Cudi. And we're, we're listening to Jack White and, you know, the White Stripes right now. <laughs> That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother spectrum. I mean, it is, man. But people just all people just all madly ask me for like Kid Cudi, and I don't know if if, if it's because of you know my persona or what. Maybe that's a way of surreptitiously acting you uh, asking you if if you know where to get some coke. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, if teenagers would ask me, just you know, just they were really straightforward with it. And I don't feel. I feel like twenty somethings could could do the same thing. Let's see. They don't want to be racist coming to you as a black man, asking you where to get the drugs from. Hmm. No, I guess I can see that. I don't know. I, I feel like Cuddy's an interesting dude, and I don't know. I feel like Man on the Moon will be, I, yo, that shit, it's gonna go down as a classic somehow, some way. Yeah, it's funny because Lupe, he was kind of making fun of himself not being nominated for a Grammy, and he was like, every project I've ever done has been nominated for a Grammy except this one, and then like he was like putting up these funny pictures and stuff. What's some other free album they came up with? Nah, nah, Tetsuo and You. Oh, I mean, well, that, that that EP came up with after that, like a while, like months, months ago. I forgot all about that. Was yeah, that it before was, or after? It was before. I mean, yeah. I, mean I mean, it was after, like, oh. like way, way after. That was a really, that was a pretty good EP. This album is dope. It's just real dense. I know. I keep hearing that, and I, um, I got it off of somebody, and I still have yet to listen to it. I see it. I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. So that's a lot of words to listen to and try to figure out what the hell he's saying, which is cool when you're in that mode. So, shout out to Lupe. But yeah, man, let's, um, let's wrap this joint up. Let's put out a little something quick for the people next week. We got a big special, special guest. So definitely stay tuned to Channel 10 Podcast, channel10podcast.com and all of that, all of that. What up? Channel 10, it's on again. Street niggas, this grown man. Bold face, gather your face. Stay in place, yo, crime lace. Catch more people.